few weeks ago when we were here, I started laughing because it started to hit the um, the shower curtain, like um, me, myself, and Irene. And then like I was like, oh, shit. And then I redirected it, and then I finally found the water, and it was it was good. So <laughs> okay. I cleaned it up. <laughs> You're telling me that you pissed all over our washroom? It's better that you find out here than from somebody else. <laughs> Welcome back to Show Me Yours Podcast with Jackie and Johnny. I'm Jackie Agnew. And I'm Johnny DeVito. And uh, thanks for tuning in. Welcome back. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Episode 50-whatever something? Yeah. We're moving along. Yeah, 53, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we promised uh, like new... Um, like a new environment, maybe a new setup last episode. We Not said it happen. was coming. We oh. said it was coming. I don't think we oh, okay. promised. I don't know if promises were made. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I always just feel bad, right? I never want to, um, <laughs> I never want to over promise, under deliver. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You want to under promise. And then under deliver. Over. Oh, over yeah. deliver. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. That's right. Um, but, but yeah, thanks for, for coming back mm-hmm. or for checking us out for the first time. Um, as always, please, uh, leave a comment, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, click that like button. That's a good one. Uh, that subscribe button. Love that. Uh, follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. on Facebook, yep. TikTok. Oh, yep. Uh, leave us a five-star review if you're listening on, uh, Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. or Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, share us on your Instagram stories, tell your yeah, friends, yeah. and, um... Yeah, that's do all the things. Welcome. Do all the things. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I know uh, it seems silly, but it helps out a lot. It um, really does. It yeah. really does. You know what I mean? We'd probably yeah. do this either way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we're just attention whores. We like to hear yeah. the sounds of our own voice. And I yes. mean, we live here, so like yeah. we could just do this. Yeah. But it makes it a little bit more special when you share it with somebody. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and we're sharing it with you. Uh, gobble up, turkeys. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it's like there's eloquent ways to say things. There's gobble you know, gobble. There's 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 whoop, funny whoop, ways whoop. to say things. Is there's and then there's um there's a way that you tend to do it. What noise do turkeys make? I well we watch <laughs> too much. Probably something along those lines. I mean we watch too much Northwoods Law to not know. Yeah. You know what I mean? What any kind of fowl sounds like, right? But like you also know that like my hatred with birds would yeah. like it, that would probably be an asset for me to to know the different bird calls yeah exactly to know, like you know yeah. what i mean what you know where you're at right like if mm-hmm. you hear like a like a cockadoodle do to anybody yeah. that could just be like oh that's so nice i'm on like a farm or like i'm out in the mm-hmm. country that's nice to me that's a battle cry right yeah you know what i yeah. mean like when i hear that thing it's like you better get ready for some shit to go down yeah yeah, yeah. blood will be shed mm. in this hen house absolutely cockadoodle do there's some <laughs> terrible connotations to that <laughs> But, you know, I'll stand by it. Right? I'll stand behind my woman and her her claims of, uh, of, of blood on the dance floor in the hen house, if you will. But, uh, yeah. Um, how, how are you doing? Jesus what? Christ, Jackie, I mean, I'm doing fine. Are you asking them? <laughs> yeah. We're here together, man. 
I want to get into the show, Jackie. I want to I want to start talking about some things because things have been okay. on my mind. Okay. 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 Well, what do you what do you want to discuss? Well, in contrast to the album that you brought in that we will we'll get to at some point. Mm-hmm. I mean, Unlimited Love, right, yeah. is not what I've been feeling in the universe for the past little bit. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Maybe like uh, my relationship with you aside, my relationship maybe like like with my mom, with my grandmother aside. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm. unlimited love. Yes. You know what I mean? Friendships, all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But if you look out in the world, you're not getting that. Mm-hmm. And I've been feeling like a little bit um a little bit overwhelmed Mm -hmm. you know what i mean a little bit lately and i think for the big reason is that um, i'm fascinated with science right you know what i mean you know me jack i love science i read articles that i can't understand yes all the time yes so when a pandemic is coming through and everybody's um you know kind of getting on like science nerds and Mm -hmm. stuff like that right everybody's giving science a hard time right but they've never like obviously had chlamydia Okay. Okay, Jackie, right? right? So the way that I look at it, right, if the scientists are telling me to, like, take a medicine or whatever, and these are the same people that are responsible for four pills to make my penis not hurt anymore. Right. I mean, you listen to that, so you trust science. Right. I, I do, anyway. Yes. Right? This is my justification, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm always looking at, like, sure. science as the good guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Good but guy science. Good guy science all mm-hmm. the time, right? Yeah. But lately, what we, or maybe not lately, I think all throughout time, it's been like a like a trope in science fiction. Um, definitely like anything, <coughs> there's like a mad scientist. Somebody's going to use science for evil. Right. You know what I mean? And um, I think it all starts with smart toilets. Okay. Okay, that Jackie. Seems, so yeah. do you know what a smart toilet is? Um, I, I have an idea, but why don't you uh, regale me? Well, Jackie, I mean, I'm the perfect guy to tell you, okay? Mm-hmm. You know that I'm a plumber, right? Ten years in the game. Oh, is that what you do? That's what I do. Oh, that's shit. That's what I do. Yeah, you just thought I bomb on stage? No. <laughs> no, Jackie. I'm out here fucking, you know, plumbing shits. They call me a turd herder, right? So I herd turd the turds and get them to where they got to go. So Right. <laughs> in the past few years, there's been like, I mean, well, like, okay, let's let's start at the beginning. I would say okay. like over the time, let's say there've been 100 years of toilets. Okay. Invented by a guy named Thomas Crapper, which is awesome. Right. Or there's a little bit of a like there's a little, a little bit of a discrepancy bit. there. Oh, that some, I some heard drums? About. A little bit, some yeah, kind of like a like an Edison-Tesla kind of like a feud or something. Maybe mm. somebody's patent might have gotten stolen, and maybe the right. wrong person is getting the credit for it. Mm. But when I was in school, I was taught that a guy named Thomas A. Crapper invented right. the toilet. Uh, this sounds kind of familiar. I feel like right. I've heard this as like a fun fact before. Absolutely. Yeah, right? like, um, a, like the sandwich guy. Sure. Earl of Sandwich. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Fucking right. Same yeah. thing, right? So now Lord I think there's a discrepancy... Crapper. In um in the South Park episode, mm-hmm. they said that it w- they accredited it to um a Sir um Harrington. Harrington. Yes, and they were mm-hmm. actually calling it a Harrington. Oh. Um, and they actually said that. Um, that would to- be cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I got to run off to the Harrington. Exactly right. <laughs> And there's actually like a discrepancy <laughs> in the way that the um, that the patent was interpreted too, right? right? So like everybody kind of sits on a toilet the mm-hmm. way that like what would be perceived to be the normal way, where you're kind of sitting with your back to the tank and your feet um, mm-hmm. facing out, right. right? Which is not the natural position to 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 shit in. That's right. So I mean, you're yeah. gonna love this episode. So according yeah. to Butters <laughs> in the in the South Park episode, he <laughs> actually sits backwards. On oh. the toilet, so that he has a little shelf for his um, chocolate milk in his comic book. Okay. And then he can just flush right away, right? Right. So, like, the way that Sir Harrington said it was mm-hmm. that, like, um, like you, if you stand up and then turn around to look at your Harrington before you flush, that's gross. You look at your Harrington? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch the episode. Yeah. Anyway, we're getting off track here. Um, but so they have those squatty potties. Is that what they're called? Well, to put well your your legs up so it's a more natural... Uh, w- yes. More yes. natural... Mm-hmm. Uh, 
uh, system to relieve yourself. Totally. And I think that's what we're kind of getting into here in the sense that, um, like, there hasn't been a whole lot of innovation in toilets. Right. You know what I mean? Probably, let, let's, let's say there's a hundred years of flush toilets. Uh, those Japanese ones. That, there's there's that, a lot of great stuff happening in Japan. Yep. Asia, mm-hmm. like, a lot of good stuff happening in Asia with toilets. A yeah. lot, of, lot of fascinating stuff. And then yeah. now what's kind of happened now... Um, with um with companies like Tushy yeah. and things like that now basically mm-hmm. you can turn I'm any toilet into a bidet. I oh yeah, absolutely. I don't like the 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 hot air aspect of it. You know how they'll have like the option the <coughs> bidet and then you they have like the blow dry option. I don't think that. I think there's a lot of um, yeah. there, there's there's a lot of features on a lot of these yeah. things that I think it's just up to everybody's comfortable mm-hmm. comfortability level. Yeah, you know the whole I mean? heated seat. I sure. mean like uh, there's uh, there's a delicate balance because you don't want to sit on I don't want to sit on like a hot toilet seat like that's off putting but I do get like getting up in the middle of the night if you sit down and it's fucking freezing or first thing in the morning that's not nice either. Jack, you're adorable. You never like in the ten years of plumbing, mm-hmm. you never really like shit in a working toilet, right? Like you're right. always in a job site outhouse or whatever. You right. know, you see the blue rooms and stuff like that outside yeah. of a job site. Mm-hmm. So when I sit down on one of those mm-hmm. in the middle of the winter, yeah. not great that it's cold, but if it's yeah. warm, it's even grosser. Yeah, because exactly. then you know somebody was just there. Yeah, right? exactly. Right? So That's like in that sense, so yeah. I think that a lot of us like um. They maybe just like off yeah yeah you have mm-hmm. that negative connotation to a warm toilet seat because you're thinking that somebody had just been there before yeah, right any so I think warm seat is like sure. oh but then if it's a toilet seat and it's like your bare bum bum then Absolutely. you're like double uh. yes uh, yes uh. definitely right mm-hmm. um so when now that um you know advancements with toilets um, keep moving forward and i think they're for mm-hmm. the best right and at the beginning it's a, it's, a, it's a toilet thing nobody wants to talk about their poops right so they kind right. of you know it comes off like a um like not that uh not that great of a sell at first but then right. the squatty potty blows up once people realize that yeah. you know what i mean this is like it's actually something yeah. you know once like it gets into like a health and wellness kind of um yeah. section of life then i think you're good to go yeah and tushies right? are huge now love them yeah, right yeah. love everybody's out here looking for some tush yeah. shout out to zz yeah. um zz yeah zz top mm-hmm. nice nice did you know that they're coming to uh abbotsford with cheap trick I'd fucking go to that in right? a heartbeat. Would you? Yeah. Do you want to yeah. like take like some uncles and shit? Let's <laughs> yeah. take some old, take some old dudes, yeah. take some old whites. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Sorry, yeah. getting again back on track. Okay, so once you're in like a health and wellness kind of thing, then this is where science kind of, um, I believe like the overstep now here is, is starting to happen because all of the um, advancements that we've been talking about mm-hmm. in toiletry um, up until this point, right? I'm all for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but now that it goes off into a different direction here mm-hmm. with smart toilets and now AI is going to get involved right. in your butthole, Jackie. Do you have any idea what a butthole print is? A butthole print? Well, I can uh, use my imagination mm-hmm. to assume that it is a person's unique uh, imprint on their booty hole, uh, similar to a fingerprint, if you will, if you like dip it in some uh, ink and splat it on a piece of paper, they'll be able to track you down uh, if you commit a crime. That, I well, I mean, <laughs> that is incredibly... <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm going to have to side with you on this, <laughs> just in the sense of, like, forensic, like, uh, uh, like if that was the case. Yeah. But if everybody, like, if it's a Dexter-type situation, nobody mm-hmm. leaves any kind of other forensic DNA that would be a mu- lot much more easy to pinpoint somebody <laughs> being, like, a know, fingerprint, piece of hair, their sem- semen, time. something like that, <laughs> right? But imagine if, like, Dexter just had, like, an open hole in yeah. his, um, like, for his butt, and then he just, mm-hmm. like, 
um, like did like the the dog butt drag across the floor. Yeah, and then that's how he came to justice. Yeah. Then, all right, then I mean I would just have to give it up for, um, I don't I I think like a highly advanced um, criminal yeah. investigative team. Yeah. You know what I mean? If somebody if they had to go to that length. Yeah, and right? if they if that became like standard, like when they book someone at the station and they're like, all right, <laughs> <laughs> book them, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. You and, have to like dip oh, like have in the Have you ever ink had your fingerprints taken? Uh no. Oh, it sucks. But anyway, yeah, they're, they're always yeah. like holding it like really rough, and they like push it down really hard, right. and then make sure it like it, it yeah, they roll it like over I all feel hard. Like I've had that would be that hilarious done. if they had that to do like with a similar thing with a yeah. butthole. Yeah. How they had to be uh, if they had to like like push it in really hard. You yeah, know what I mean? And exactly. then pull it off. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. <laughs> I mean, well, uh, d- well, <laughs> in a perfect world, in and I think that we're actually world. heading there, right? Because scientists. Mm-hmm. This article here, according to Futurism.com, mm-hmm. says scientists working on toilet that identifies you by your butthole. Yeah. That is the headline if you guys want to check it out. Mm-hmm. And a little bit of the meat here is uh, researchers want to give you a toilet. I um, want to give your toilet a smart makeover, but we're not talking about heated seats or bidet attachments. Mm-hmm. Take the Stanford School of Medicine, where the Wall Street Journal reports that researchers are developing a scanner that can recognize the user's unique anal print <laughs> or distinctive anal. features from their anoderm, meaning the skin of the anal canal. Oh, okay. Now, Jackie. I have a few few things to, to dissect Okay, here. let's break it down. First of all, of all anal print sounds like uh, this season's animal print. Anal print, I believe, is like um, like a great band from the Midwest. Didn't right. really make it out, you right. know what I mean? But yeah. um, do you think that like uh, th- um, like a really loud pattern? You know, guys have like the or like I mean, obviously women as well. Um, mm-hmm. like everybody's wearing floral patterns, yeah, things like that. So if there was just like that's what I mean, like anal print, buttholes all yeah. over. Yeah, fucking, I'd wear that like, jacket in that a heartbeat. Hilarious. That is awesome. Um, and what was the other one? Anoderm, anoderm. Yes, um, the anoderm, so that, um, that is a distinctive, um, so it will scan for distinctive features of your anoderm, meaning the skin, the skin of, of the, the anal, anal canal. Anoderm. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, cool. Yeah, I didn't so, know that do you know, do you think dermatologists, like, that's, like, a part that nobody... Well, that's what, I didn't know that every part of your skin had a specific name, you know? I didn't know Did you know there's, there's, like, 20 pounds of skin on a person? I'm not going to tell you how I know that. 20 pounds yeah i read that somewhere that's fucking crazy that can't be like a universal number well yours probably have less yeah you probably have like 15 i'd have like 20 pounds of skin or so you know what i mean right like just based on the size of the person but the average human i read in like a fact i guess i didn't really fact check it though so i guess skin has some some layers to it what's um what's it called again derma derma dermatology dermatitis what's this what's skin called again there's I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, with the where the derm comes from. Fuck. Uh, this is gonna bother. Uh, okay. Me. Well, but, hopefully um, it comes uh, to you. Yeah. yeah the the. Actually, the I have skin. a fucking computer on my lap here. Uh, the the scientific word for for skin. Um, I thought it was just like one like collective thing. I didn't know that there were specific. Um, the there there were specific names for specific parts of your skin. Skin. Um. Integument or something? Epidermis. 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 There you go. So, well, I mean, to to get a little bit um, deeper in here to to see how exactly they're doing it. So to Mm -hmm. pull it off, they basically installed a camera inside a toilet bowl and (laughs) used machine learning algorithms, which match stool samples to specific users. Mm. So this system can even calculate the flow rate and volume of urine using a computer vision as a euro flow meter according to researchers in a 2020 uh, paper. Now, that's fascinating. Jackie. I call as a bullshit. Plumber, as a plumber, mm-hmm. you need to understand flow rate, right? right? So if I have a 
um, let's say I have like an air conditioning unit here mm -hmm. and um, control valves or whatever are coming in and the unit is sent from the factory saying that it can only operate at um, say like one gallon per minute, right? right? Then it's up to me to dial in my equipment right. to feed that, you know, um, there's ways for me to, mm -hmm. to, to know how I'm doing it. It's basically just kind of smart valves and things like that, that I just kind of set it and forget it at a certain thing. Okay. I don't necessarily have to do that. I sure as shit don't have cameras, Yeah. you know, um, kind of taking those calculations for me. Right. Which is fascinating. Yeah. I would like to have a word with whosoever idea this was just to get a read on them as a person. Because this sounds sure. a, a lot to me like th these are just a bunch of pervs that mm -hmm. are using some fancy pantsy mumbo jumbo mm -hmm. to justify them mm -hmm. watching your butthole mm -hmm. as you shit and piss. My thoughts exactly, Jack. <laughs> I mean, in the like in a perfect world, right? Like mm -hmm. I do like to remain an optimist and I do want mm -hmm. to think that maybe this could um, give everybody an opportunity to maybe look at their health. Um, I don't go to a doctor that often or anything like that. I'm sure a lot of people um, don't either. So maybe like if I had a smart toilet at home, then it could like give like a red flag or something that might go unseen. You know what I mean? Um, for years down the line before it becomes a problem. In that situation, is love this it. Being, is this being used medically though? Or is this just like a... At the point that we're looking at here, um, it's not available for mass consumption yet? Or well, like, who um, the fuck? Okay, okay. Imagine, so this becomes available for consumer use and you go to someone's fucking house and they have a fucking smart toilet with a camera inside of it. What kind of fucking freak? Is buying that for their household. I would fucking I would fucking piss and shit on their lawn before I I gave them the goods. You, can't you would just piss and shit on their lawn <laughs> in front of full view of public. Everybody else gets a view of the goods, but not well, not uh, intimately. <laughs> They're fair not enough. all up in fair, there. Fair enough. Fair enough. I agree. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You can watch watch like that that outside. <laughs> I would rather have an audience watching me um externally squat on the lawn uh doing taking care of business than I would want to have one fucking weirdo watching uh Wait, but, like, but if like me obviously <laughs> Sorry, stranger. It, one strange weird, stranger weirdo, watching a fucking what's the opposite of a bird's eye view, a fucking whale's worms eye, eye view, view. worms, on worms eye, eye yeah. view of of my my tutor, uh, in in action, in full dilation. In full dilation. <laughs> I mean, this, people are into weird shit, right? Yeah. And I mean, granted, like, I mean, my, um, you know, my needs aren't all very vanilla, right? Mm -hmm. So fair enough. So I can't kink shame, right? I'm not over here. That's not what we do on this podcast. No, no, no. I'm but just saying. Uh, we do, um, we do stand very firm in um, don't let yourself be somebody else's kink without like your express consent yeah you yeah we, I mean? we 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 don't kink shame but we if your also, kink is being a fucking weirdo if your kink <laughs> is a non-consensual filming of people's buttholes while they shit in your toilet we might then have to take a uh, you should be ashamed yep. of yep. yourself show me yours um, doesn't make a lot of stands but um uh, consent is, is a yes. big one yeah the, um, um, 
at the end of the day, I think the real issue here is how readily available this technology is going to be in a very short period of time. Right. Because if they already have, uh, basically all you need to do is develop the camera. My brother just bought a little device that goes into his toilet. But it's um, it's like a motion detector, so he doesn't have to turn the light on when he pees. Oh, right. You're, yes, yes. Awesome. Yeah, he can yeah. change it to like all types of different colors yeah, and stuff. Yeah, that's cool. Right? As soon as it like detects you standing like... a little nightclub toilet. Yeah, it's, it detects you standing <laughs> yeah. like above it. And, you know, I'm all like waving like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, where, where is this thing? Because yeah. a lot of times if it's dark, I'm not going to turn the light on. And then I just go by ear. Yeah. And that's a problem. No, yeah. I've peed on a lot of stuff before you hear the water, right? Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I ear? <laughs> yeah. You've never done that? Just trial error oh yeah it's bad how could i have possibly done that well, no like yeah fair enough fair, fair enough maybe if you're in a hovering kind of situation you don't trust the toilet seat sending out my fucking bat signal sometimes i just send it <laughs> you're loving you're loving that noise the the thing that i have with it is that um um, after sex, you don't have like, or like in the morning or whatever like mm -hmm. that, like your penis, like it, it pee just doesn't go straight right. out of a penis, right? So sometimes yeah. like, so that's when a dark, um, a dark go can really be an issue. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago when we were here, I started laughing cause I, it started to hit the, um, the shower curtain, like, um, me, myself and Irene. And then like, I was like, oh shit. And then I redirected it and then I finally found the water and it was, it was good. So <laughs> okay. I cleaned it up. <laughs> that you pissed all over our washroom it's better that you find out here than from somebody else <laughs> okay <laughs> um the issue here is that i think that you're not gonna like smart toilet a smart toilet kind of comes with the connotation like the next brand of toilets that they have or the next like line of toilets that comes out are going to be smart toilets because not everybody in the world is going to retrofit their toilet mm. already existing with yeah. a brand new piece of equipment. Right. It's just not going to work like that, especially when the technology exists that I think it would yeah. just be like something that you would just stick to like the back of the bowl. You know what I mean? And then it just kind of like does its thing. Some kind so of like Wi-Fi capability to your ultimate computer. ultimate point of this? Why do you need a toilet to recognize you? I think this is just what science does when you're funded, right? They're like, right. We, if we're, you know, um, I think there's like a, like a student in, at Harvard or something like that, like doing like a, you just kind of like fall into this thing unless you're, um, you're going into like like uh, some kind of field where poo is yeah. is important or whatever. Yeah. I think because some places like scientists just want to um, like they'll develop a technology, maybe not even mm -hmm. um, for a specific field of use. Right. You know what I mean? They'll develop a technology and then something um, some other industry or whatever will develop that and kind yeah. of like and use it, you know, for their for themselves. Like like war is is huge yeah. for that. Most advancements or whatever were kind of like war. Um, applications like and then switched over to, to regular. It's like the way that like we um, evolve. It's not necessarily like there. You could we could evolve so many different directions. You know, any moment there are like a thousand branches that our species could uh, go down. But sure. the way that we evolve, um, especially when it comes to science. Uh, goes in the direction where uh, governments choose to put their money. Mm -hmm. And so instead yes. of fucking researching how things like uh, psychedelics could treat uh, mental illness mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. how we can combat climate change, all that money instead goes 
gets put into fucking smart technology where they want to be able to recognize every single part of your body. Mm-hmm. Now we're fucking promoting butthole prints and putting cameras in your fucking toilets. And so now your butthole is going to be in the, the government database. Preach. And it's sh- Keep going. No, I'm fucking with you. I'm with you 100% on this. It's fucking bullshit, Jackie. And the time has fucking come that we have to stand up and say something because, I mean, facial recognition has already gone past, right? But if yeah. we can do anything right now as people, as a society, as a free, um, you know, just group of human beings to say just, I mean, if yeah. I'll show you my butthole. Yeah. Or I'll show, like, I'll probably show, like, I, I mean, if you wanted to see it, like, I'll mm-hmm. show it to you, but I don't right. want the government to be able to, like, pinpoint Recognize track that thing. Recognize me through my butthole. Know where I'm shitting. That, maybe this is, like, how they're going to fucking track down you know people that they're searching for or whatever fugitives people on the run they can fucking start installing cameras into every single mm-hmm. fucking public mm-hmm. toilet mm-hmm. and so then whenever like this person that uh, takes a shit they're going to be able to track down where this fucking person is that's the world that we're coming to right everybody's thinking about like 1984 and they're looking at like the wrong kind of things like them the 1984 the government has a copy of that as well right like yeah. the blueprint is already there right so you're going to see that dystopia kind of come in a different form and that kind of like um, totalitarian takeover is going to happen a different way that you're going to see it from like an Orwellian perspective. You're going to see it kind of from a Butwellian perspective yeah, or a Buttholian perspective where they're really just trying to, um, you know, keep track of us, keep tabs mm-hmm. on us um, right down to the point, like you said, what, you know, what we're shitting and where we're taking them, right? yeah. which is r- ridiculous. The only way that this technology could be used mm-hmm. for good, I think, would be to track down um, the phantom shitter from my high school. Do you remember right. this story? Yes. How yes. I told it on podcast? Um, I can't remember if you have. Or um, not. I'll go quick into it. And if anybody wants to hear more of it, then write in and I'll, I'll go into like a longer yeah. story of the phantom shitter. But the phantom shitter was basically this legend um, that existed in my hometown where um, you would go to like a 7-Eleven or a McDonald's, A&W, or like a hockey arena. Mm-hmm. And then later, um, uh, later once I got to my high school, I found out that he, you know, tore up the high school famously as well. So right. this guy would leave shits in the toilet that were so big that like janitors, you know, like we, we would tell stories about him, right? Yeah. And they'd be like, oh, that's the, you know what I mean? The, like they call him a rinky, like a guy, right. you know, that to- like looks after the hockey arena or whatever. Right. The rinky there, he's like yeah. this fucking fan. If I ever find this son of a bitch, you know what I mean? I'm going to kill him. When I did my first um, uh, tour through my high school, you know, like mm-hmm. in, um, like you're in middle school and like right before the end of the year or whatever, you kind of go up there, they break you off into groups and stuff. And then like one of the high school kids like shows you around the school mm-hmm. kind of thing, right? When I was on that tour, right, there was a um, janitor cart stopped and it had a hockey stick attached to it. Right. And then we were walking from one gym um, to like, like we had like a weight facility or whatever and then into like um, like the actual gymnasium. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget this. We were walking through this hallway and there's the, sh- um, the janitor cart was there and the janitor, excuse me, came out of this uh, closet. And Mr. Reed, who was the, uh, the gym instructor there. Was like, hey, here's our janitor, Jeff or whatever. If you guys have any questions you want to ask him, and all of us were like, is the phantom shitter real? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, not only is the phantom shitter real, yeah. he has a hockey stick on the back of his thing, cart. He was like, this is what I use to break his shits up with. And he's like, I just tie a, I, I duct tape a garbage bag around it, oh, and I just have to g- yeah. go to town on this thing. So, if there is somebody terrorizing a neighborhood, yeah, and this technology can be implemented 
um, to track that person down, mm -hmm. then that would be fine. But then you would have to remove that technology after the investigation was completed. Yeah. That'd be the only time that I'm okay with this. Right. Because, I mean, if that guy's just, that guy's just trying to go to work. Yeah, if you're doing it for a good cause. Yeah, man. You want like, shout out to all janitors out there. Yeah. For real. <laughs> yeah. Anybody in a jumpsuit, like, I fuck, I'm, I fuck with you guys, right? You shouldn't have to <laughs> chop up shits. With a fucking, <laughs> with a hockey stick because some fucking ass, and, sh and that fucking asshole too, mm -hmm. we, we kind of narrowed it down. We thought yeah. it was the guy and I called him out and then he was also selling us cigarettes. I was like, right. I fucked myself up. I couldn't yeah. get cigarettes from him anymore because <laughs> I accused him of being the phantom shitter, but he knows he's out there. <laughs> Maybe he's watching. <sighs> but yeah, so sorry. I'm d and then just to regale you a little bit more, mm -hmm. um, when you were saying that this is all government it's it's just kind of I'm not necessarily like government. It's just kind of the way the world, right? Is mm -hmm. the science um, will progress where those government funds are allocated in most, you know, in most senses. And yeah. here we go, Jackie, because now they've made robot frogs, mm -hmm. frog bots, frog bots, um, xenobots. They're calling them swarms of tiny living robots can self-replicate in a dish by pushing loose cells together. The xenobots made from frog cells are the first multicellular organism found to reproduce in this way. So, Jackie, what they've done is they've taken skin cells, mm -hmm. skin cells from a frog embryo. Okay. And have, like, morphed mm -hmm. them with, like, robots or some shit. See, this is the part where I don't even understand. So, are they robots or are they frogs? That's a great question. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> like, are I'm going to have to do more research on this. Robots, <laughs> like, um, are they using that in, like, the traditional sense of how we would imagine a robot? In that, like, there's no um, organic... Uh, matter like their you know metal and screws and all that shit uh, AI or do they mean robots in the sense that they're not being produced through uh, a male and a female uh, uh, union we're gonna like have to do some research on this and we're, we're gonna have to come back because right. like this is a little bit well it's it's, it's so much over <laughs> my head <laughs> this is a little out of my pay grade <laughs> fucking frog robots um but basically what it sounds like is um like in a sense of robot or whatever at a cellular level you're not going to get yeah you know what i mean anything like yeah. like robotic and moving like that i think what yeah. um what but what um they can do is like program them to do shit oh okay so right? they're so able to be controlled apparently, by uh, yes. technology and then once and so this was um Ooh. yes and so back in 2020 Ooh. i was reading this shit and i was yeah. like fascinated by it um and then so the same article just kind of like uh, got updated. Yeah. And now those same um, little frog robots are now starting to um, uh, reproduce. Reproduce. Yeah. Basically, they'll 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 have their own system uh, or like their own like kind of like multicellular little structure. Mm -hmm. And then there are extra kind of cells in the Petri dish. And then what these little they're kind of shaped like Pac-Man. And yeah. There's a cool video of it here. And they just like push all these other little cells together. Yeah. And then after like two weeks, they'll all those cells like become another thing. Right. I would like one of them. It's fascinating. One of, one of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they're chanting in this fucking pizza dish. They're pushing shit around. And okay. I'm smoking way too much weed because I'm just looking at this <coughs> going like, where's the love in the world? <laughs> like, seriously, like, where is love? Where is, like, mm. just, like, you know, com just compassion and companionship? Right. Where are hard high fives? Because I don't fucking think they're in frog <laughs> robot territory. I So are these frog robots, do they 
exist as little tiny frogs? Like that's what I'm not understanding. Is what do they? No, 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 Jackie. Because like as like um like so this is like in an embryonic stage, like like cell structure or whatever. Because I think so. Fucking destroy them. Fucking burn them at the stake. Why are we? We don't don't even need a stick. I think like you would just like. This can be solved pretty fucking easily. Well, right I, now, I th- apparently they're just in a petri dish somewhere doing some shit, right? But if if they're continuing to form, then what's not to say that in twenty years this becomes, you know, like a massive a giant robot frog. frog, a giant giant frogzilla, right? This just could fucking be... hippity hopping mm-hmm. through the fucking mm-hmm. city, fucking ribbit. Could what? Could you imagine? Little, there's there's a flash catching right here. catching like fucking birds and airplanes. Fucking Tra- catching fucking and shit. A- on their tongue. <laughs> 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 that would be crazy. That would be crazy, and there would just be a couple flashers like running for their lives, hiding, being like, "I can't. F- I think I heard about this on a fucking podcast." Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like 2022 and shit. Like I was li- I was into some weird shit back then. Yeah, but you know, somebody warned us. Yeah, when they were trying to find out about the new Red Hot Chili Peppers. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first. Fucking (laughs) lock your doors, lock your windows. Fucking frog, robo frogs are gonna fucking stomp your slime and. Sweet one. That's fucking. That was the best one you've done. Ever. I mean, you want safety? You go to RoboCop. Robo Frog will give your community no safety. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're gonna find no shelter. You'll find no protection. <coughs> There's no shelter from this storm. Uh, fucking woo! You're gonna need a lily pad of love, ladies and gentlemen. Are you okay? There's just no riff in here right now. There's just nothing. Jesus. I'm trying to take a bomb joke over here, okay. and you just can't take the mic for more than five seconds. <laughs> I think I'm doing just fine. Oh, you're my this favorite. This is what the people want to hear. But yeah, watch out for them frog bots fucking leaping through the city. They're gonna fucking. I wonder what variety of frogs. Are these like poisonous ones? Are these little tree frogs? I used to collect frogs. I have no uh, idea. <laughs> as a kid, we would have frogs. Like I said, I just all I know is that this is like um, <coughs> at the cellular level, skin cells from a frog embryo. I used to at our, um, the house that we lived at before uh, the the house that we had forever. We okay. had um a bunch of frogs in the backyard on a Abbey Road in Maple Bay, and there would be little tree frogs all over the place, and I used to fucking. I would always, I would do like the shit you're not really supposed to do because I was just fascinated. And so I like pick them up and get my, my hand juice all over them. Gross. Um, and just, yeah, and would just fucking have them in my possession for so long. And like my mom, my parents were like, would like make us obviously release them. Like no frogs were harmed. Uh, but yeah, I was fascinated with frogs as a kid. And then when we moved and we have this little pond in our backyard and a frog, like a bullfrog just fucking showed up. It was crazy. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> like it was crazier was a, than robot no, frogs in a fucking cellular like, level. This was like not a naturally occurring pond. This was like a man-made pond that we constructed in our backyard. And all of a sudden, this fucking one morning, this fucking bullfrog was sitting on a lily pad in our fucking pond Hell that we yeah. constructed out of nothing. And I named him Croaky. I used to have this fucking oh I have all these frog frog memories coming that back. Do you want to talk about frogs or do you want to talk red hot chili peppers? (laughs) But I had this fucking stuffed animal. 
that was a frog and inside it was kind of like um you know those instruments where they're like wood and they're like kind of ribbed and they have like the the stick that you run up and down and makes a like sure yeah um it was like kind of that on the inside so the inside of this frog was this hollow wooden circle that was all ribbed on the inside and then it had like a uh, uh like wooden ball on the inside so when you moved the frog around it sounded like it was croaking my i had a there there's a popular i think it's like a mexican thing or like just like a tourist item or whatever but mm -hmm. apparently a friend of mine gave me a wooden frog and in its mouth it had like a little yeah um, yeah thing. yeah i've and seen then, those yeah and then you mm -hmm. rub it across its back and it, yeah. goes, and it makes like the frog sound yeah this one so it's basically the same idea except on the outside it was like a plush like stuffy sure yeah okay yeah Very cool yeah that's the the that's my frog frogic dotes i bought a frog <laughs> one time and the fucking person at the um uh, at the pet store was mm -hmm. like you could get this fish tank and put like all these fish and frogs in it and it's gonna be dope mm -hmm. and then they all died and then i was like what the where's my fish and i looked in the um, filter and mm -hmm. the, uh, the filter had sucked up all the fish and they'd all died Aww. or all the frogs they'd all died in there. it was a bloodbath i was fascinated by frogs as a kid now that i'm thinking about it like i've so like i spent so much time as a kid just looking for frogs just so i could like pick them up and hold them looks like jack's getting back into frogs here. <laughs> this is pretty exciting. i like frogs <laughs> yeah but I don't know where to find a frog around here, like in the wild. I don't think I think you want to leave frogs in the wild. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean is that I don't okay. want to go searching for frogs that are confined. Like I want to find frogs in the wild oh. to admire them. Oh, but like yeah. as a kid, they were seemingly just everywhere. I was fucking manhandling frogs all the time from ages like five to twelve. You heard it here first, folks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jack, is there another reason that you brought us here today? Yeah, so uh, the record we're getting into today is uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers' brand new record, Unlimited Love. We were just saying last week that we should do a new album. We did, And uh, it just so happened Your that... Your favorite band put out a record. In that put week. out a new record. So, um, yeah, the album is called Unlimited Love. It came out... April 1st, 2022, which was on uh, uh, Friday, Friday yep. I, I believe. Um, it's their the 12th studio album from Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's their first in six years. Their last one was The Getaway that came out in 2016. And it's the first album with John Frusciante in 16 years. Rejoice, ladies and gentlemen. So that's kind of the big uh, deal about this album anyone who is a fan will know um it's that this is the return of john frusciante which um is uh overwhelmingly exciting and uh emotional for 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 fans of the band Absolutely. um but for, for anyone who doesn't know john frusciante is the guitarist of the red hot chili peppers he's the guy in can't stop that's like ah, he's one of ah. the most uh, talented living musicians, living or dead, I would say. He's just so multi-talented. That man can um, play a guitar. And uh, let's talk about, um, can, I, can I just bring up his journey for a second? Okay, I was going um, to. Okay. I, I just want to touch on it. But this yep. man has gone from, um, in what you showed me, because, I mean, you're, it was very exciting mm -hmm. for your f uh, you know, new band, new record day. We went out, mm -hmm. we bought the vinyl, came back home and listened to it. And then mm -hmm. you showed me like a bunch of other chili stuff that I'd never seen before, which is very mm -hmm. cool very good that's what music's all about that's what this <laughs> fucking podcast is all about then we made sweet love it's fantastic <laughs> and then um then when you showed me there was a um uh 
documentary or uh, I guess just a video of comp- it's of, a documentary of footage, called uh, Funky Monks. It's for the making of Blood Sugar Sex Magic, which mm-hmm. was their record that came out in '91. And John it's the Frusciante. one that has their um, yeah, the faces, four f- their four faces all around this. Give side. it away! Give it yeah. away! Give it away now! Yeah. Um, that fucking um, album has a John Frusciante that was that his first album with the band? Nope, that was his second. Okay, second mm-hmm. album with the band. This guy is incredibly talented. He's like oh, yeah. he plays the shit out of a guitar, and I'm not going to take that away from him. But in 1991, this man was in a a guy in the thralls of you know what i mean like drinking and partying and drugs and whatnot yeah and my fucking goodness he just looks like a you know any other dude in a punk band with his head shaved and fucking heroin emaciated to the man that he is today in this fucking album thing i mean fucking glow up for john yeah it's an incredible roller coaster of a journey that he's had personally and that they have had as a band together as a band and as friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just some backstory to get a little bit more into it. So the the last album that John Frusciante was on was Stadium Arcadium, which came out in 2006. Um, 16 years, that's crazy. Yeah. I was just So they, um, before, leading up to John rejoining the band, um, the, the Getaway comes out in 2016. They, um, sorry, I'm all over the place. They had a new guitar player, Josh Klinghoffer, who is a very, very talented guitarist. He played um, on By The Way, and then he played on The Getaway. He was part of the band for uh, 10 years. They took a hiatus between uh, John leaving and then them hiring Josh, Um, and then he played with them for 10 years, and he's a very talented musician, Um, made a lot of fantastic songs with them i saw uh him perform live with them when Mm -hmm. they did their last tour Mm -hmm. uh amazing and an amicable amicable split well yeah so basically hey the new guys are like the like he's coming back he is he is the yeah so basically what happened is that after their last album the getaway they started kind of recording new songs getting ready for a new album and anthony and flea were kind of unhappy uh i guess not unhappy with where i was going but it just didn't feel right and they were kind of um idealizing over you know what if uh john came back Mm -hmm. which i mean obviously i can't speak for them but as a fan and being part of the the community of uh chili peppers fans that idea was an impossibility in like the past seen- four or five years though that uh that we've known each other you and then the um when you do talk to when you when you find a a, a fellow a fellow chili pepper out there in mm-hmm. the um in, in, in the fan verse or whatever yeah. when i hear you conversing about that band mm-hmm. that seems to be like the biggest you know Oh, wouldn't that be amazing? Yeah, exactly. Like I've I've heard you say those words. Yeah. Multiple times. Yeah, like it seemed, uh, it was like the dream, but it seemed like it was never going to happen because of John's history in the band, which I will get into as well. Um, But they were talking about it. Basically, Flea ended up approaching John with the idea, and he said basically, uh, he didn't say yes right away. He kind of let it sit for a while, and he said that this idea just kept gnawing at him. He's like, what if I, like, go back? What if I... Because John had left. uh, When he left the second time, it was just... It was to pursue a solo career, and he had kind of gotten into more experimental electronic music, was living a pretty recluse life still making music and art but out mm-hmm. of the spotlight and he's like i haven't written um uh rock music in so long but like what if that is something i go back to and so anyways um he he ended up coming back to the band like you said 
it, it was an amical split with Josh Klinghoffer. He said, uh, here's a quote here. He said, there's no animosity. It, it's absolutely John's place to be in the band. I'm happy that he's back with them. Um, and so, yeah, for anyone who's kind of been a fan for a long time, it was kind of like this un, uh, unlike uh, unimaginable like scenario. I remember when they announced it in 2019 and just kind of like staring at my phone and being like, what? Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was like I was being yeah. punked. Um, well, for sure. But I, there's like those things that um, I think like enough time like will happen. I mean, I for. Like when you grow up listening to like Rage Against the Machine and now you're seeing it, they're touring or whatever, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. Like those people yeah. are all still alive. There's like no reason why, like for a fan's perspective, mm-hmm. you're like, there's no reason why they shouldn't be in a fucking studio making music right now or touring or whatever, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Doing that thing. So yeah. well, it's I mean, cool it was, that they could get together. And it do was it. largely John because he's not a fan of the spotlight and all of the attention that he inevitably gets by being in the Chili Peppers. Sure, and that's why he left the the second time and the first time to to some extent but um basically um and um just a an aside josh um who was the replacement for john for the last decade actually was a a student or like a a a mentee i guess of john's um they like played together and so they were friends okay even before josh was in chili Mm -hmm. peppers and Mm -hmm. so it's it's all still very friendly Mm. um so just a brief like history of john in the band he first joined the band following the death of their original guitar player halal slovak um when john first joined the band he was 18 years old um and then his first album with them was Mother's Milk in 89, and then Blood Sugar, Sex Magic in 91. And um, then he left the band uh, in 1992, um, partly because he was overwhelmed by the stardom, but also uh, he had his own uh, personal uh, demons to battle, shall we say. Heroin? He had, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> it's well, uh, well documented. If you Google, uh john prashante interview 92 93 94 uh all early 90s you can see the state he was in um pretty fucking incredible that one yeah yeah, he's definitely for the fact that he's alive and looking as good as he is today yeah um then he uh got clean and then ended up rejoining the band um in 98 um and then released californication 99 by the way 2002 stadium arcadian 2006 and i would say those are probably those those their three most well-known albums easily um and then left the band again in 2009 because he was just kind of done with the spotlight and yeah then 2019 he came back and 2022 put out this this first album with him back in the band and so like basically how they started out was they would get together and they would they were just jamming with um playing songs from their first three records that they had to put out together to kind of just get back into the groove together and just playing without any expectations Mm -hmm. and like finding their jam again and um yeah so that started in 2019 and this album comes out three years later in 2022 and um yeah i mean i uh obviously am very biased uh but i fucking love this album yeah yeah you do <laughs> you do i've been listening to it um a lot by proxy 
Um, but that's not to be said. Like I'm from a from a very neutral standpoint. I'm Switzerland with uh, um, with red hot chili peppers. Mm-hmm. I could um, I I obviously acknowledge their talent and they're you know I mean mm-hmm. a great band. Um, is it the stuff that I listen to every way abs- or every day? Like no, um, absolutely mm-hmm. not. And that's not a knock on them or anything like that. It's just not, you know, my everyday groove. Yeah. For um a band like this that's been around now for over 30 years Mm -hmm. um to be you know what i mean generally like that consistent over like the course of their career too with um with with uh you know with with guitar changes especially for a funk band you know what i mean to keep uh to keep the thing alive kind of speaks to who they are as a band obviously but Mm -hmm. um i'm not gonna tell you that this was just you know a cash grab for a popular band to come and just put some music out this is clearly some thoughtful music some shit that they worked on yeah and um and it speaks um i think a lot to that like how good they are i mean it's Mm -hmm. there's some pop music jams on here there's some points where they they kind of hit hard and hit fast Mm -hmm. especially on that that one song the sights the sounds the smells (laughs) not my favorite lyric mm-hmm. but i gonna see that becoming like you know one of the, my favorite yeah. songs on the record or whatever the more yeah. you know like that you know the more that uh, that we're gonna hear it or whichever just because like musically it's uh it's so great but the funk is there um and like unlimited love is like there i, I don't think it's i think um it's not disingenuous authenticity yeah. is important to me and like that's why i'm not gonna sit here and just shit on the fucking red hot chili peppers because right. i mean to be an easy thing to do yep. not necessarily you know what i mean mm-hmm. just because of pop culture and you yeah. know what i mean just like a, you know like the years that they've been um just active but i don't see them as being dicks in any way you yeah. know what i mean right like they're just that band that like you said like the more that you know you've kind of showed me i could give a shit about them before that we kind of like you mm-hmm. know hung out or whatever but the more that you show me how much uh you know kind of friendship is there and the passion for the tunes or whatever mm-hmm. and like individually they're all like okay and like flea is probably one of the coolest fucking dudes on earth mm-hmm. all that stuff aside like of course like without even being a fan of the band yeah. i know who they are yeah you know but um the like the every like the soul kind of like shines through mm-hmm. here and i like the softer kind of you know jams on this yeah you, know, you started to cry at one point i was like <laughs> this, this is really nice yeah i think uh with this album like what is so uh apparent in like all of in the days since uh leading up to its release and the days since it's been released um in all the promotion and stuff they've done it's all so much about like how fucking uh happy they are to be uh back together with john and how like right it feels except um, for chad smith is just posting taylor hawkins shit and that's fucking cool that well, guy yeah, is he's awesome. d- yeah, yeah, but that's not t- taking away from no the, from the fact yeah. that no he knows like yeah. I mean Chad Smith knows that his Chili Peppers record <laughs> you know what I mean so like, he's doing something pretty cool. yeah but um I think that's like the overwhelming feeling if you like go to the fucking Chili Peppers Instagram it's like all fucking photos of John mm-hmm. videos of John like everyone is just so like over like whelmed with like uh, emotion and like excitement yeah. um. And yeah, like obviously uh, as a Chili Peppers fan, I am not oblivious to the fact that a lot of the times when I tell people it's my favorite band, I kind of get the eye roll and I'm very aware yeah. of what their uh, reputation fair, is. We're all fucking pretentious douchebags. Their mixed <laughs> reputation. Um, I guess a lot of people... Uh, I don't even you know, know how they uh, earned it. I think it's just the hate of being too popular. I yeah, think it's, and it's I they're, think, they're you undeniably know, whatever, individual. people, uh, yh- yeah, people have their... their 
yeah they they're it, it, it's an easy band to make fun of i guess but i guess like my uh my uh the reason why i am like love this band so much is uh apart from the music which obviously like i love their their music i love uh funk and i love rock mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and i love the way they've evolved but it's like more uh like it's more than that you know it's their whole history as a band and how like everything has always been like rooted in just like love and they all love each other so much and you can like hear that in their music you know and I think that's why people who are huge fans of the band and really connect to that and I think that's why there's such uh an intense fandom and an intense like connection between Chili Peppers fans because like if you get it you get it and I think like we had our our episode with Maddie and we talked about by the way and so we talked about yeah. this then and so I think the fact too that me and Maddie um and our our other best friend Shelby the fact that we are all like so connected to this band as well um it's just it kind of like heightened with for the, us with the with the with, with the socks and the penises was there physique no. involved I'm just <laughs> no. I'm just teasing but I think that like the fact heightens that girls, it like a good looking um, group of guys then n- well know. no the fact that they're all <laughs> fucking like they have been lifelong <laughs> friends for so many years and just like and to see like so publicly the, yeah, and the fact that the it forged a friendship ups with you guys and, and downs that well it didn't even it's not that it forged a friendship with us is that we all kind of came into it on our own um, and didn't even realize until, like, um, I had gone off to university and, like, came back that first summer. And uh, we had all just, like, we didn't even, we weren't even aware that we all, like, loved this band until, like, later on in our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that makes it, like, really special for me. And, you know, seeing, I mean, the the friendship between Anthony and Flea and, and John and, and Chad, obviously... And, like, all of, like, the public ups and downs that they have had. And um, if you're a fan, you know, like, kind of, like, the nitty-gritty, like, the really fucking difficult shit they've gone through as friends. And then seeing them all, uh, like, together again and just, like, happy and, like, in their element and just, like, with each other and, like, loving each other. It's, like, so... uh, I'm watching your eyes (laughs) well up right now. That's so cool. (laughs) It is the shit. There's a lot of... um, a lot of bands that I love, there could like there. It would be cool if they got back together, or there's you know, I mean, a few instances of like, what if that person kind of came back, or, or whatever. But I think that um, it's time for them to prove it. You yeah. know what I mean, right? Like it would be. I don't think that um, I'm not missing anything like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in the, in the, in my. Um, you know world of like where art is i think there's there's definitely some artists i think they should put some more music out dillinger 4 and pos um <laughs> but um the um like the other side of that like i do feel like pretty happy in the sense that like i'm not really like longing for a whole lot you know mm-hmm. what i mean from art right now i think there was a time in my life where i'm like fuck i wish this person would come up with it you know what yeah. i mean i wish this and that so i think it's like the coolest thing ever for um like a super fan to get like the ultimate wish yeah you know what i mean right so like i'm uh i'm incredibly jealous of the feeling that you have (laughs) just because like that's how much i love love yeah right that's how much you want to be excited that's how much you kind of want um you know the uh your favorite band to you know to come back into your life and especially after 30 years you know what i mean for it to be at a caliber that 
not only that you deem worthy that you mm-hmm. know what i mean you're really excited about there's yeah. you know what i mean there's some songs in there that have like you know made it into your like every day you know, mm-hmm. already, and that's as the singles were coming out. Like, I mean, yeah. like two or three of them were released that, uh, like, prior to, um, yeah. you know, to to Friday when it came out. Mm-hmm. Kind of sp- like it, it, it speaks a lot to that, right? So, um, you're lucky. Congratulations. <laughs> well, yeah, um, and I think you know what I mean. If there's anybody out there that like, what what would be the yeah. um like like is there any other instance where you know what I mean like that that used to them like for me like i like glenn dancing and the misfits or whatever mm-hmm. like the original lineup yeah but i don't want them to make new music i want them to perform the fucking 1982 yeah. classic you know walk yeah Among Us, and i right? think it's uh, um so i don't know i don't yeah I'm, I'm having a hard time off the top of my head thinking about it. i think yeah. rap groups or whatever definitely would be cool if um if um mm-hmm. you know if, like if like all of jurassic five got together and fucking did a thing or whatever if hier- hieroglyphics like you know put out you know kind of something that was fresh but they i think they 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 did it like mm-hmm. you know 10 years ago and like and yeah whatever. and i think the like the thing for me with like the chili peppers is that it's so much more than like the music it's just yeah. like the feeling of uh of like you know like seeing it and what like i could fucking like watch their live at sling castle on repeat for the rest of my life i have feeling we're probably gonna watch else. it after this episode <laughs> when you start to edit this and thing in a minute uh, yeah. yeah just um that it just nothing no uh like art um can uh make me feel that same way regardless of if it's music or tv shows or comedy or whatever nothing like um, hits me in that same way. Fucking hide um, your kids, hide your <laughs> wife. I'm a fucking artist, um. and I try to make her swoon <laughs> with what? my I art. Don't mean that. No, no, you said no, it. You said it right here. You said it right that. here. No other art. <laughs> I don't you said. Mean that. I'm just teasing. Um, but, I'm just teasing, but, but, yeah, but I, but I like, think, I, it's uh, so lucky. And I think, uh, uh, yeah, and their whole thing, and it's so like perfect that you know the name of the album is Unlimited Love, and that's like always been like the through line for all of their music is just like love and they like love each other and they promote just like loving everyone. And uh, a lot of things that I like try to embrace and that make me feel better. And it's, so it's nice too, that they kind of share a philosophy that I, I really believe in, you know, and that mm-hmm. helps me a lot. Um, Which is great because I come in here, like that's why offices attract. So <laughs> I bring a lot of hate into this. Um, you know what I mean? I really try to bring that negative approach. <laughs> Um, yeah. you know, that, that aspect here. And I think that's why like we meld like glue, yeah. um, or I guess an epoxy or like a two part epoxy yeah. that sticks real, real tight after yeah. five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay. Uh, just a couple plane? questions. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, so here, I'm going to try uh, I'm going to have a, I don't, I don't normally do this. Oh yeah. I don't normally we'll do, do this, but I'm going to join uh, you for a white wine. For a white wine? Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's wine. This is fancy. It's wine? I don't know the difference between <laughs> Me and you. Either. I just I cook it with this like shit. Wine. I put it in a you know makes yes. the risotto good. Yes. Ah, <laughs> um <laughs> That's all right. Um oh, and so okay. yeah <laughs> I was gonna ask you about the the tracks that you liked, but we kinda sure. already went through that. Okay. Yeah. Um but if you want if you want to elaborate. Well, off the top of my head I don't have the, the track names in front of me, but yep. the first single, um Waiting Black for Another Summer. Black Summer to End. Yeah. Um dig that a lot. Um 
like I, I yeah I think I did cover it earlier in the episode but um can you give me the name of that um like uh, these are the things when you come to America or whatever yeah these yeah, are yeah. The things when yeah. You come. Like, I, <laughs> these are the ways these are the ways yeah um, that fucking song musically is something that I've never heard the Red Hot Chili Peppers do before yeah. um maybe because I don't know all the deep cuts right. like I'm pretty like I'm I'm a pretty casual chili peppers fan yeah. if i know any of the deep cuts it's probably because you played them a lot and now right. i kind of know like you know what they are or whatever yeah. but um they're a unmistakable band to know what yeah. this like to know who it is but yeah. i might not know the thing but the with that song the breakdown at the end is mm-hmm. like there you'd never say that uh, the breakdown in a in a red mm-hmm. red hot chili peppers <laughs> song yeah, yeah. it doesn't there but it's uh you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's more of like a hardcore or like a metal um you know kind of technique i guess but uh the fucking um it but it the, it it is it's a, it's a red hot chili peppers breakdown it fucking sounds cool as hell listen to yeah. it loud um we l- heard it in the car and i was like what the fuck yeah um and then it sounded even better actually on the record when yeah. we listened to it here um but that and then if i was gonna go for a third there is a um uh there's a there's a real there's a real groovy funk jam mm-hmm. that Oh fuck! I don't. I don't. I don't. Sorry, I didn't. You know, poster I w- child. One I want with the um, cool music video. That um, it's either that or no. I'm. You know what I'm gonna say? I'm gonna say the acoustic song at the end. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I like if it, it kind of puts a good bow on it, mm-hmm. and then you know we were we were hanging out here. We were getting into it. We were having a good time. <laughs> we were having a good time. We we're having a lot of fun. We we're having a lot of laughs. We we're listening to the new record. You're kind of like you know combing through the lyrics as you're hearing it on the day, which is like the coolest thing in music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think the we were kind of going like, how are they going to finish it off? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Are they going to fucking end it with a bang? Are they going to you know, kind of like let it fade out? And I really like the way that they did it. Yeah. And it being, um, it's a John and Anthony song. Is yeah. there, do, do drums and bass even come into it? No, I believe it's just okay, uh, yeah. John on the I thought the it kind of might have picked up right at the very end. But yeah, but it was singing. great. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was it's a fucking cool uh, way to end it for, you know what I mean, for somebody like like you who i love that's been waiting for something like this that they love so much more than they'll ever love me mm-hmm. you know what i mean <laughs> right so like for you to get that for you to get that moment mm-hmm. and um and experience it and mm-hmm. for me to watch that was fucking cool yeah and um you know it's for everybody that's too fucking cool to like some <laughs> shit out there grow the fuck up <laughs> and Un- yeah it's unlimited love man yeah. it's cool <laughs> i'm trying not to be a dick anymore i could just be like i could just like it because i'd be like what if like me at 13 was fucking watching me i'd be like fuck yeah. that kid i'd be yeah. like what are you doing looking at my window you little fucking pervert yeah yeah so that's kind of uh that's the way i feel but about. yeah that there's that uh, acoustic song at the end that is really uh yeah yeah like super um it's it's pretty it's uh, it's beautiful, um, and the way it's that about I, it's heavy. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a yeah. Heavy I mean, the way that I interpret it um, is that it's kind of like Anthony's love song to John. Oh, um, do you think they were just like on a hammock together and he's just playing? And I like think it's her, like him, him like honoring him as a friend and like a beautiful person, and that's I like how I. I uh, better. Yeah, but um, uh, so the other. Um, okay, I have two more questions. The The second one, the last one is fun. And so I'll do this one and we can kind of just do a quick, uh, sure. quick little breeze sure. through. Um, so I think we may have discussed this on the podcast before. I can't really remember. And we did touch on it a little bit. Um, but it's about the, when like kind of drugs and art meet and we see so many bands where, um, it's hard to say if the drugs, uh, I, it goes hand in hand with the art you're creating. Okay. Um, and I think chili peppers are a really interesting example of how 
um, in those first few years, yeah, the art was fueled by drugs, but then you also see it get taken to a point where you start disintegrating and it starts destroying the art that you're creating. Yes. And especially yeah. with, with John and him leaving the, the band, uh, the first time in 92. And when he went and did his, his solo career and, um, some of the stuff he was making is just beyond, uh, you listen to it and you can tell it's someone who's not on this, uh, plane of existence for me i would anymore. deem it unlistenable yeah. like i mean i can understand i can respect it as great yeah. musicianship but it's like well, i need to fucking i need an a and a b or whatever yeah yeah i believe that gotta the be going somewhere for if album, i'm gonna listen to music i believe like the album uh for john that's um kind of the i believe it's smile from the streets you hold that's uh the one that's just so um just so like it's it is very uh i've listened to it once uh, and I wouldn't ever listen to it again because it's so difficult. Um, and uh, yeah, and so I think it's like such a. I don't so know like, if where it's does so that? Where does question. that? Yeah, yeah. Like, where that, does that? Like where, where does the line draw? Or, yeah. Um, well, I think like it's it's timing. I think yeah. right because when I think um, I wouldn't have said this before you showed me that black and white mm -hmm. uh, um, doc that we were talking about earlier mm -hmm. when you can really see fleas. The way the flea was talking as a young man, mm -hmm. definitely like um, a phenomenal musician, mm -hmm. but kind of like L.A. street kid, yeah. punk kind of, um, definitely like an like an idealist and is um, and and is very um, kind of individually formed mind in the way that he looks at the world, and a lot of that does probably come from like yeah, the way that he was talking was like mm -hmm. uh, it seemed like. A, like an acid head kind of hippie yeah. or whatever, but his attitude, the way that he presented it was kind of like aggressive and mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, like, like punk yeah. kind of like straightforward or whatever. Right. So it's really interesting. So I think that like, he's a product of all those times, you know what I mean? Then, and, and everything that, um, you know, that come together that obviously all the art and everything that he kind of took in, you know, to make him the person that he is, all of them found each other at the age that they did and the drugs that they were doing at the time. I think that like the idea, like if you would have asked them, then the, the goal would be like um, is like art and expression and mm -hmm. freedom. And that's kind of what you're chasing. And I yeah. think when that's what you're chasing, drugs do kind of come into it. Mm -hmm. And I think that people that like the difference between somebody that like owns a guitar and is like pretty good at it, yeah. then the like that could be in a band and, and could potentially do that, but just hangs out and does dope mm -hmm. compared to the people where like that dope, like kind of fuels their, creative process yeah. and you know what i mean you have to be able to work with other people and you know what i mean and all yeah. that shit right so i think that um it's a it's it's a hectic lifestyle and it's a hectic mm -hmm. environment and um definitely um especially even more to like to you know to make art in yeah so when you're doing that it's like inevitable that it's gonna blow up um given time yeah right so like it would be fucking fascinating you know what i mean if if none of that worked, but then like cream would still be a band, you know right. what I mean? If drugs never affect any of that, you know what I mean? Or whatever, yeah, right? Like all those yeah. guys are still, I mean, they'd be playing half tempo, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, but like when, you know, drugs and, you know, money and, and, and all that stuff, like whatever the factors are, I think like you can say that those are like the individual factor that, mm -hmm. that kind of like blew up whatever instance that you're talking about. But I think what you're really kind of talking about is time. So mm -hmm. if you're lucky enough to get, you know what I mean? Like a young group of creative people together, at the right time mm -hmm. you know what i mean then you know they'll they'll make something great and i think the difference between that would be like the almond brothers and the red hot chili peppers it's like right. probably like a lot of acid or whatever like drugs and you know what right. i mean something like that yeah and i think um there's definitely like like you said if you're uh 
there are so many like artists and bands where for a short amount of time they were uh yeah taking a whole bunch of drugs and for a short amount of time for a very short window they were able to make uh, a lot of great music but there's always uh, an end point to that because with drugs it's always escalating you know yeah. you're never <laughs> staying steady and so there's it's always going to reach a point where uh, it well, I think like we're like an like ebb and a flow or whatever, but yeah, definitely. Where uh, yeah. if you're using, uh, I I mean in the the context, if you're using, uh, uh, sorry, drugs I just I, I just got upset. Like you could, if we go back to that, you yeah. could see that yeah. I just internalized that as you were like talking about like my drug use. I'm like, no, 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 no. no. Sometimes it's sometimes <laughs> I'll slow down. No, no. I mean, <laughs> if you're using drugs in the sense that, sorry, that you're like in full blown addiction and it's escalating and it's out of control. <laughs> yeah. Um. But then, so. And the like the thing is that not everyone is fucking very fucking few people are fucking John Frusciante who can join uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers at 18 years old, uh, quit a few years later, uh, spiral down uh, a horrible um, rabbit hole of drug addiction to the point where he can't even uh, play guitar anymore. He mm. can't do the things that he's so brilliant at and then come out of it and basically reteach yourself all of this shit and be able to come back uh, even stronger with like uh, an incredible ability to yeah. keep learning and keep improving. What I did Ty say the other day? Shout out to Ty Boston. Yeah. Like if you could get that, if you could teach yourself how to play guitar twice and then put out Californication on the second try, it was like fucking Yeah, insane. exactly. When That's he first so came back for Californication in 99, he was still pretty fresh um, out of the throes of drug addiction. Yeah, and like wasn't the scar tissue solo was one of the most iconic, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, guitar well, that's the thing is that is thousands, you know what I mean? That's the thing is that he was easily. still relearning at that point. He wasn't, he couldn't fucking rock out a solo. Like the ones you see on, uh, unlimited love or the ones sure. you see on stadium arcadium. Um, but even still, it was still, he still made so many iconic sounds. Um, oh, yeah. And so he's a fucking one in uh, 10 million, you know. But more often than not, when you go down that route, it just destroys. And it did for him, too. But he's just rare in yep. that he was able to come that back from it. Yep. But, um, but yeah, it's like a weird, uh, it's a weird thing because uh, drugs in some ways give us so much great art, but it destroys so much more of what could have been, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like if fucking uh, Nirvana made uh, fucking like three great albums. Uh, yeah. And then that's amazing. That's but it could have time, been right? so much more, you yeah. know? But maybe it wouldn't have been that if... Uh, you, you don't know, get yeah. all of that without yeah. all the Kurt, all the experiences that yeah. make those people, those, you know what I mean, right? Like yeah. you can't... If there was no drugs, then you wouldn't yeah. get. Then there wouldn't be anything, and nothing would be the same. Right? Yeah, All but of you the don't know life like experiences have to add up to whatever yeah. that you know was going on at the time to make that mm. art. That you know what I mean, right? So, mm. it's it's, yeah. it's 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 the tragic. It's yeah, it's just thing, like a weird. Know? Um, I don't know, just a weird, uh, not weird, but just an interesting, I guess, like uh, culture in like music and art that yeah. is probably always going to exist, and it's like this weird mindset. Uh, in all artists, I think not all artists, but in a lot, uh, where it's kind of like tied to the lifestyle. You well, I know? think that's so interesting such a weird is because um, it's, it's celebrated take. in art yeah. and in, in any kind of like other form or other like professional industry or whatever. Yeah. Like, I mean, in my, you know, in, in, in my line of work at any kind of like trades mm -hmm. or construction and stuff like that, drug use is definitely pretty heavy, but 
also like um you know pills and stuff like that to get through the day yeah. i think once you get into like um my mom worked in the hospital my cousins or my grandma was a nurse you know like there's a lot of nurses in my family and shit and those girls go hard in the pain yeah. you know what i mean um but it's just looked at it a different way and everybody kind of um you know um it, it's definitely not celebrated like it is an art you know yeah, what i mean it's like I mean, or it's or um or demonized once uh, once it's taken too far i think it's yeah. that weird thing that's just kind of like unspoken of or even in academia there's this dude and i think he's like a harvard professor that takes heroin and he's like yeah. really controversial he's talked about it and stuff like that but yeah i think know. that maybe one of the things is that in um art like uh, if you're a musician or a, a comedian um just for two examples yeah. um you can uh, get fucked up and do your job at the same time. Um, <laughs> and it's celebrated. Yeah, it's yeah. expected almost. Like, it's almost weird if you're... It's not weird, but it's if you're at a show and you don't have a drink, then people are like, oh, I guess this this guy doesn't drink this is the change or yeah whatever. yeah or i like guess you're one of you're one of the the sober one yeah, of the sober guys sure, you know yeah. um so maybe that is part of it too where it's like it goes you can do both at the same fucking time um and people celebrate yep. it if yep. you get on stage i mean i don't recommend it uh because like we've definitely especially at the beginning of starting comedy we've both gone on stage way too drunk yeah. and like you can be obviously you're funny and entertaining and i think now more so like we have better handle on it because we've been doing it longer and we yeah. wouldn't ever get on stage shit face but yeah. even if we did we'd still kind of be able to control it better and so it in would be some like ways Rabbi, like forcing us to get on stage i wouldn't go on if i was yeah in some ways it's celebrated because you can get on and be kind of out of it yeah. and kind of weird and people will laugh will laugh at it and if you're a musician you can get on stage and be fucked up and still do your job and people will celebrate you for it totally yeah, yeah. i mean it's uh I, I guess well like i mean we're lucky because we enjoy having a couple cocktails you know yeah. what i mean and it's uh and 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 it's okay but i think there's no one like like where the cap is but i mean if i could i th i think that would be one of the most like poignant things i've ever said in like like to me because I, I you know I mean, when it just kind of comes up mm -hmm. kind of comes up out of nowhere but i do think that like anything on like a scale of time like has its uh like has its expiration date if mm -hmm. you're playing with those kind of yeah if you're playing with that kind of shit like there's there's yeah. uh, there's definitely ways that you could you know get your long longevity you yeah. know what i mean or achieve that but it's going to come with a lot of like you know retraining how to do it how yeah. to do it comfortably blah, blah 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 like how to you know how to get by but i think yeah. if um yeah if drugs are mm -hmm. are still you know cool with art yeah then i'm still cool with drugs yeah and like it's <laughs> weird too because like it, in the like bringing it back to the chili peppers like um so much of their history involves so much drug use and so and so much tragedy and yeah um so much near tragedy and ups and downs and it's um uh all of that like that history is so sad but at the same time if that wasn't there, if they didn't have that in their history at this point, would this band mean so much to so many people? Um, it it oh, it, it wouldn't be the, the same trials thing. And tribulations, yeah, like, exactly. Again, like that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like it comes with the history. Yeah. And I mean, they they are who they are. I mean, you would love to play the what if game, but the fact yeah. is, it's not a what if. The fact is, like we're here today, and that's yeah. kind of what we're dealing with. And I mean, if you are. Um, I, I, yeah, if you're a music fan and you can't at least tip your hat to these fucking guys, then yeah. you're an asshole. Yeah. Um, okay, final, final question. Let's do it. The, the cock socks. Cock socks. So, um, if you 
had like if if you were in they a they were going to about more of an ankle sock guy. If you <laughs> if you were in uh, some sort of performance art, whether it be a I don't know if this would really work for comedy, but whether it be as a musician <laughs> or calling it performance art or now, per yeah. perhaps uh, in in a uh, wrestling arena, if sure. you had like a show stopping finishing move such uh, as uh, the cock sock, what would it be? Oh, what a whirlwind. Um, <laughs> what a whirlwind. What a great question. I'm glad you asked. I feel like the cock sock is so iconic with the red hot chili peppers, mm -hmm. but my favorite um, wrestler of all time since you brought it up and the most um, highly decorated uh, athlete mm -hmm. Period. Bar none. Wrestling. Um, athlete I across the NWA and <laughs> the NBA, yeah, yeah. NHL, um, <laughs> NWA, BDP Productions. Um, any any professional sport, any professional athlete, um, mankind. Mick Foley. Yeah. Had has um yeah like a lot of a lot yeah. of a lot of people go to his cameo and he's yeah. got forty percent off for the next week. Yeah. If anybody wants to buy me a cameo for Mick Foley, I will fucking shit my pants. That'd be the coolest thing anybody's ever done for me. Yeah. <laughs> Hint, hint. Um, but he had a finishing move, which was very silly, but it was kind of like taken from like the like like back in the day wrestling, which is like the Amanda Claw, right. where you kind of shove your hand in uh, the guy's mouth. It's like, ah, kind of thing, right? But what he right. did to up it was like he'd take like a dirty sock out of his pants mm -hmm. and then put it on. So I always like envisioned it like he was like Red Hot Chili Pepper and like he would come out oh. with like his whole dick in the sock and then he would like wow. really unsheath it. Yeah, and then put his hand in it, and then put it down somebody's throat. So just big shout out to uh, yeah. to to Mick Foley right now. Big shout out to Mankind, Cactus Jack, Dude Love, mm -hmm. all the Foley family. Um, right. um, yeah. So, but like, if I had to do something like that, I would, I would go like a little bit overboard with it. I think that I would. Ah, uh, Jamie Fox hosted a uh, MTV Movie Awards or like a or like, I don't know some some kind of some kind of award show the year after. The cock sock thing mm -hmm. came out, or like right around the time, basically. Yeah. And um, they, uh, maybe after John left or whatever, but they were like, uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are looking for a new guitarist, and they approached me, but uh, they said I was too cocky. And then there's a picture of Jamie Foxx with the mm -hmm. cock sock that basically like goes down to the floor yeah. and like wraps like around the room and like <laughs> comes back over his shoulder. Oh, <laughs> it's <God>. fucking <laughs> hilarious. It's so That's funny. Nice. I remember laughing my ass off at that when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, like my finishing move. Mm -hmm. Fuck, man. <laughs> I don't know. I wanted to be a high flyer, Jackie. I wanted to be like a Jeff Hardy, like right off the top ropes. You know what I mean? Like Swanton okay. Bomba motherfucker, like okay. a front flip kind of. Yeah. And then land with my dick in their mouth. Right. Kind of situation okay. like that. Yeah. But, that's but I'm not a high flyer, Jackie. I need to, yeah. like, let's get serious. I'm six mm -hmm. foot three. You know what I mean? On a basketball court, that's a little dude. Mm -hmm. Right. But in regular life, that's a big guy, right? right. So, like, I mean, on, um, y you know, regular, you know, I might have to go with some kind of like a choke slam situation. Or maybe go with a long sock okay. and actually go behind them and, like, strangle them like a garrot wire. Right. Like an Italian mob hit. Right. With my dick. Okay. Cool. I guess. Yeah. Off the top of my head. That makes sense. We can spitball it around. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You might ask me in five minutes. Totally different answer. No, but I think, no. Yeah, I think that I'm happy with good. that. Nice. Sure. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Italian garrot dick sock. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Are well, we wrapping it? Yeah. I think that's... Um, that's about it. Um, thank you guys so much for for listening. Um, One love to all the flashers. Listen, um, if you're a Chili Peppers fan and you haven't listened to the album yet, 
uh, give it a listen. If you can, I would recommend buying the vinyl. Do um, it. I recommend they, that for every listing experience. Yeah, they pressed it directly yeah. from the, the tape, so it's not like a digital uh conversion or anything is pretty um it's pretty fucking sick you don't have to be a music nerd to know it sounds really good yeah pretty sweet little and as always if you're in the vancouver area come check us out every tuesday at king's head comedy at king's head pub and now every wednesday um at parts unknown with the comedy ring so we're we're making moves shout out to these guys guys. look at how how happy she is (laughs) All right. Peace Thank flashes. you guys.